Hello, hello! Welcome to Intentional Sounding, the Draw Play podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio. With me, as always, is the alternate dimension where the Hall of Fame game was actually played, <laughs> Sam Grezis. <laughs> I don't want to live in that dimension. This dimension is so much funnier. <laughs> this dimension is so much better. I, I couldn't believe you actually texted me that. Mm. I was, I, I purposely went outside to a birthday party, and I did not realize it happened until I got your message. And then I had to excuse myself from the birthday party to go to laugh. At laugh this. really, really hard. I mean, we'll get into it later, but like the, the the news about what exactly happened to lead to the game actually being canceled. Oh, just, oh, we're we're gonna yep. laugh at that. I, I, whole, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> so stay tuned. But in the meantime, we haven't had this fellow on since episode three. Welcome back to the show, Spilly. Hey, what's up, guys? Not much. How you doing? Uh, I too. I'm also laughing at the Hall of Fame game. So Good. It makes three of us. It makes a lot of. People. Spilly, you are joining us from Colorado now. Yes, I have moved to a better place, and I'm much happier. So, and it, yeah, it's a little warmer, but you know, there's a lot more to do. So it's good. Good. Do you go outside and I do experience the elements? I did. I actually went. I've been outside the last two weeks, which for normal people that's nothing, but for the basic caveman that i am uh it's it's a big step so it went on into the sun on purpose <laughs> that's that is wonderful news i'm glad you're you have come back to your broncos land yes yeah it's kind of weird everyone's like yeah the broncos i'm like i see like plates and stickers and i'm like hey they have broncos stuff i'm like oh every, everyone does actually i wonder you get to experience what denver's like when during football season because you've been stuck in Pittsburgh for so long. It is, but it, I've so the place I work at, um, I got there, and uh, th- where I came from in Pittsburgh, everyone loves the Steelers. It doesn't matter; like you could be, you know, the nerdiest person in the world, and they love the Steelers. When you come out here, everyone's like, "I don't really watch sports." I'm like, "What?" Huh. I came here so I'd have coworkers to talk to the football, <laughs> and they're like, "Sports." So yeah, I, I guess people in Colorado go outside, and there are a lot of transplants. Yes, yeah, I have a similar problem here in Portland. There's a lot of transplants, and a lot of people who stare at me like, "You are a big sports fan?" <laughs> oh no, you, do you watch the Timbers? No, no, soccer <laughs> sucks. I know a lot. There's actually two big soccer fans here uh, in our where I work, and there's like like people like the Broncos, but sort of just by default. Like they're like, oh yeah, I have my one Broncos shirt, and then you know, watching the playoffs, and that's it. Whatever, I don't care. I, I work like I'm probably half a mile away from the stadium, and I can see it every day. So screw all you. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we might as well just get right into it. Please, I I can't wait. <laughs> I I'm sure everyone who's listening already knows this. By the time this goes live, my comic about it will have already happened because I'm I'm actually working on that comic pretty much. As we record this, nice. I'm sitting on it on front of my other computer. The Hall of Fame game was canceled. I, I was just going to say, did you guys did you guys read about why? Did you guys or, or did you guys only see that it was because of paint issues and bad field conditions? So I read the Deadspin article. Okay, because so so for those of you who haven't, here was what happened: people put paint that was meant for not the field on the field and then some genius had the idea uh because the paint wasn't drying fast enough to heat up the field uh to uh, make the paint dry faster now 
If it were a grass field, that would be actually a pretty decent idea. The unfortunate thing was it was a turf field, and there's a bunch of rubber in turf field. Those little rubber pellets. <laughs> yeah, so that all melted. So it's it's pretty much a, 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 a tar pit at this point. And then they put paint thinner on it, too, which, which if you've ever touched paint, paint thinner, you know that it causes pretty severe burns if it touches bare skin. So uh, they pretty so much in this created case, a... The, yeah, in this like, case, the floor is actually lava. The floor was literally, <laughs> yeah, like as close as you could get to lava without spongy, lava. disgusting lava. Yeah. yeah, this is yeah. where I want our games, our favorite game. My my biggest question here is, how the fuck does this happen? <laughs> I don't know. This was supposed to be in like on the heels of. On okay, the heels so of- I know that they've been doing renovations because obviously I'm getting married in a month about a mile from Canton. <laughs> And my girlfriend and her mother have run this race, have run the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame half marathon for the past three years. So we've gone to the Hall of Fame the past couple years. Yeah, well, I was with you. They've been, yeah, yeah. That's when I uh, hung out with you. But they've been doing major renovations. So I, when I first heard that it was canceled, when Sam first texted me that it was canceled, I simply assumed that it was because when I heard it was field, it was because they. They rushed the renovation at the end and screwed it up. I didn't realize this was because whoever was in charge of painting the field is a complete goddamn <laughs> idiot. Yeah. I, I think I think the best part about this well, there there's many best parts. Um you can't just focus on one, but I enjoy the fact that Canton ha- is really excited about one thing, and that's the Hall of Fame. And like the entire place gets really excited, like we're gonna host an NFL game. And basically, because of one dude, which I assume it's probably more than one it, dude, but well, one dude probably made the call. You know, like someone's yeah. like, "Yes, I want to turn the entire field into flypaper," and <laughs> he basically ruined an entire town's everything. So, yep. that, and it's 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 so Ohio. It's just so quintessentially Ohio to have that happen. I, I just this is the, I mean this is the setup for a Three Stooges act. It's literally one it of them messes is. up, and then someone someone is like, "No, I can fix this." And then ends up making it worse. And then someone is like, no, I've got an idea. I can I can still salvage this. And then turns the entire field into something that will cause chemical burns if it touches you. And also, oh, by the way, there's hot, it's also hot, sticky rubber. So it won't only cause severe chemical burns, but you won't be able to get it off your skin. Like... <laughs> It's, it's... I, I mean, <laughs> technically, since this comic is going to go up before this podcast is, I guess I could probably explain what the, the comic is going to be. Yeah. But it's basically exactly that. <laughs> oh, I, no. I spent, oh, God, hours trying to think of a joke for this because this is prime comedy. You don't, you don't need to. And dude. that's the thing. I No matter what I came up with, no matter what, I, I had a couple people suggest some things to me. Um, but I'm sitting there like, there's nothing funnier than what actually happened. So I literally just drew this one guy being like, why isn't the paint drying? Then he looks at it and it says the wrong paint. He's like, oh no. So he brings out a hair dryer and he does that and then it all congeals and then he dumps paint thinner on it and burns his hands and he's like, oh my God. And the final panel is just words that say the joke is that this actually happened. Yeah. Yes. It's, you know, it's very much like a... I was thinking the first time I heard it, I thought it was a the like an old Bugs Bunny cartoon or like a Wiley Coyote, like mm. you know they have like the crazy sports things and you know they throw glue on the field and it stops everyone and that's a big laugh. Except this actually happened. 
Right. How does this happen? Who, what person is in charge failed to notice that they were using the wrong paint? I can tell you exactly how this happened. And it's actually not that far off from my Three Stooges analogy. It was it was three different teams, I, I assume, groundskeeping teams. The first groundskeeping team, honest mistake, used the wrong paint, right? And the pa- and then another team came in and saw that the paint wasn't drying fast enough to be ready for play. This had to be one person. There's There's got to be one person who's like, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. I know how to dry paint. All you got to do is get the paint hot and it'll dry. And then, it, and then the entire field turned to, to like muck. And then, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm, I, I better put paint thinner on it to cover my tracks." So I think, I think that that is exactly how that happened. I think the person that needs to be blamed here is whoever grabbed the wrong can of paint, mm. because that's that's the one of all. That's the first mistake, and second of all, this must be like a new employee who screwed this up or something. Because how do you? Get the wrong paint when it's your job to get the right. The paint. other thing is, what other paint would they have there? Yeah, like do, do they have like house paint there for some reason? It was on sale. Maybe. It's probably just. <laughs> it as was good. on sale. <laughs> One of the groundskeepers just dabbles in watercolor and is shower. <laughs> I mean, it, it very much reminds me of the, the the chef's ad from the you know the nineties, the Snickers ad where the guy mm. is painting chefs on the field. Yeah, and I think that made it. That probably made its rounds all yesterday. I'm just picturing all these construction workers who are building the field, and then on during lunch break, everyone like gathers and they go sit around and they all start hooting and hollering at the women who walk by, except for the one dude who's just got a canvas and he's just painting. And then the woman's like, "Oh, what are you painting? You seem so sensitive." And she wanders over and he's painting her like a creep, <laughs> and himself saying "woo," <laughs> and now he's working in Canton. For the NFL. Yep. Or actually, it's not the NFL, right? Technically, yeah. Yeah. It's it's the NFL. That's the one thing I noticed when we were... Remember, that was funny. When we were there, we were walking through it, and it was nothing but NFL, except for that one room. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, by the way, there's also all of this. But... The other leagues. The room was literally labeled yeah. the other really? leagues. And, yes. and like half of it, even then, was the still AFL stuff. And yeah. so it's like, it's also the NFL. That's where they had the Broncos socks at. Yeah, the ugly brown candy stripe socks. It was it was literally, the room was literally called the other leagues. It was yeah. where the bathroom was. So they expect you <laughs> to take a dump <laughs> on, in, the, other on the other leagues. Like, yeah, it's, on the, like, an Orlando, like a lime green Orlando whatever world league jersey. Oh my God. So... So not to not to uh, not to belabor the point, but I just want to bring it back to one more thing about the Hall of Fame game, and that's that it wasn't canceled until I believe about an hour or two before the game. So there were images on like ESPN of people like still in their seats at Canton, expecting to see the game. Can you imagine if you traveled for, for the Hall of I, Fame? Well, no, yeah, because I can't. Who imagine would do that? Who? Yeah, what kind Some of person? Some dumb people. Well, would do it. it's the guy who went to see Favre. I mean, that's why. Oh, they that's that's true. Yeah. That's very true. Guy who went to see Favre. Mate, no, nobody would go to see Pace or Harrison really, <laughs> except for like family members or teammates. But yeah, people would pilgrimage to see Favre. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Harrison, maybe, just because Indiana's right there, it's not that far. But maybe, maybe. I, I, I feel like Harrison doesn't have. 
nearly that sort of following because he was such a quiet guy and also possibly a criminal. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's also Indiana, though, right? So, like, what else? I mean, maybe Bobby Knight, you know, you follow him, and then and then what else? You have the Colts, so. Yeah, yeah the Colts sure. would be there. Yeah. If, if and, Parks and Rec uh, has taught me Packer anything fans. about Indiana, it's that they really like the Colts there. <laughs> I miss Parks and Rec. Yeah, it's definitely the best show. Ever. I, I think my what, one of the best parts of Parks and Rec was that one episode where they actually got Jim Ursay on. Yeah. You oh, could yeah. tell, and you could tell he's effed yeah. up out of his mind. That is, he, like, he comes on. They got, who'd they get? They got Andrew Luck. Uh, I can't remember. They might have had Adam Vinatieri. Did they have Saturday? I don't know if it was Saturday, but I, I I know they had luck. I think they had Adam Vinatieri, and they just had Jim Irsay come out like, "Oh, I'm a personal friend of Jim Irsay," and he's like, hey, "How's it going? <laughs> you are blasted out of your mind, Irsay." <laughs> Actually, I, I prefer to think that that's just his normal state of being, and that him being blasted out of his mind is some like just amazing event that you can't even comprehend. <laughs> Him blasting out of his mind is probably like a normal person. He zeroes out. When when he's sober, he's he feels like he's on drugs. But when he's on drugs, he can blend in with society. But yeah, Hall of Fame game got canceled. This it's more entertaining than the actual game. I was going to say, yeah, I, I I'm I'm trying to think of what we would be talking about other than this if the Hall of Fame game went on. Other than yeah. how disappointing the Hall of Fame game was. And I wasn't, I mean, I don't think anyone had any real plans of watching it, maybe. Nope. There's, I mean, there's, there's addicts out there, but. Mm. Sam. (laughs) What was, um, I didn't catch it because I was watching Olympic stuff, but what did ESPN fill the slot with? Because I was actually really interested to see, like, was it just four hours of SportsCenter or what? I actually didn't, didn't see that. I wasn't, um, I didn't look that up, but that's a really good question. I can, I can try and look that up. Yeah. Like like I said, I I had no plans to watch it. I went to my friend's birthday because they were having a nice big crawfish boil. Ooh! I was gonna go eat some seafood, and then I got your text, and I he didn't have a TV because it's Portland hipster town, so I wasn't gonna go out of my way and try and figure out what happened. I just kind of glanced at Twitter and laughed. I don't think anything would and... get you kicked out more out of out of a Portland event than being like, guys, <laughs> I need a TV so I can watch a Hall of Fame game. well the best part like the birthday was full of people who work in the tech industry none of them are sports fans right of course they're 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 all tech people that they're like oh sports ball they might follow soccer because it's different so they're they're that's nothing happening there but i looked on twitter and i got a big laugh out of all the people who seemed genuinely upset that they weren't <laughs> watching football like oh, i've waited all off season for this and yeah you're getting something a lot more entertaining right now than half like half-assed arena ball so what they replaced it with was apparently one solid hour of chris berman charles woodson matt hasselbeck and randy moss trying to fill time before oh, they cut to Sports Center, which sounds just <laughs> like so, what, that's like an oh hour God. of Chris Berman just like bloviating about like field paint. Like that's that's oh where we're at. Oh my God! I is I, that like I kind of wish I had seen that because I would have loved to have seen Chris Berman try and fill space <laughs> in a panic. Is that like Fairweather Fan Hell? Is that what that is? Is is like when you die, if you follow sports, only sports teams that do well, hell is 
Chris Berman talking about field paint forever. Maybe that's why Tom Jackson quit. <laughs> he just he could see it. He was like, "Oh God, no! I don't want to have to deal with any of this." This is our final season of Berman, isn't it? Didn't he say he was retiring at the end of this year? I always feel bad. I saw Tom Jackson's retiring after 29 years. I'm like, oh, one more year and you could have been that 30-year milestone and sure. get like a pen. ESPN walks into his office. just like, hey, you've been here 30 years. Here's a pen. It comes with its own stand. You could stick it next to your 25-year pen. And Tom's like, thanks. <clears throat> Even though he probably like shares a cubicle with whoever... Keyshawn. Is he even still there? I can't even remember. No, Keyshawn. I think Keyshawn got forced out. Okay. Keyshawn was part of... He hasn't been there a couple years. Yeah, and then I was thinking about Chris that. Carter got pushed out for Randy Moss, which that that's kind of amusing considering their careers. <laughs> oh, the Hall of Fame game. But, I mean, I guess we don't have any... It's funny, last week we were like, hey, this is our last weekend without actual football. And then this happened. <laughs> I mean, I would Sorry, be okay yeah. with just kind of, like, ignoring all of training camp until, you know, like, the third preseason week. Because mm-hmm. I can't read training camp articles. Training like, camp is, I on on some levels, I kind of like training camp because it's it's that one time of the year where everything seems overly optimistic. Yeah. yeah I, all the beat reporters are like, oh, he's having a great camp. He's, he looks great. This team's looking pretty good. It's always and, that way, though. Like it could be like yeah. it could be like, oh, you'll have a well, like Paxton Lynch. He's 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 amazing. He's the second Jesus, and it's like, dude, he's thrown like four balls. So like, what? It's it's just all the because the beat writers are covering it, and they're not playing any other team. So you're just seeing these players at practice. Like all these rookies, they're gonna be, they're all gonna pan out for us because they all look pretty good when they're not actually oh. playing against anyone. No. Right. And they're playing against veterans who are half-assing it because it's training <laughs> yeah. camp and they don't really want to be there. But no, I I agree with that. I, I think that before – it's always good to dream before everything crashes down and you realize that your favorite rookie isn't uh, – or, you know, your favorite, your favorite player isn't actually going to get that much time. Uh, speaking of your favorite player that isn't actually going to get that much time in, uh, in, in season play – Hey, you, uh, you you guys want to talk about the Denver Broncos for a bit? No, they're terrible. Oh, I thought you were going somewhere mm-hmm. else with that. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. So, so I thought you were going, when you said player is not going to get much time, I thought you were going towards Joey. Oh, Wilson. okay. Well, we can we can go that way, too. <laughs> let's, uh, let's start with yeah, that because this please. is a stupid holdout, and it's really notable for the quote that his mother just <laughs> yep. dropped yesterday. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yep. So Joey Bosa's holding out because the Chargers over it's like a really stupid piece of contract. Like Bosa wants his money like a couple months earlier than the Chargers want to give it or something ridiculously stupid. Like a, a concession that the Chargers should have absolutely zero problems making yeah. for a third overall pick. Yeah, it's like a deferral thing or like an or offset uh payments. Just some weirdness. It's it's incredibly dumb. And Bosa's holding out, and it's clearly not reflecting well on the Chargers front office, who is already under heavy scrutiny from how they screwed up last season. Yep. How they're like, oh, oh we're going to move to L.A. Oh, L.A. doesn't want us. I, I guess we'll sheepishly kind of walk back into San Diego for another season. Oh, oh, shucks. Then Bosa's mother said, I wish we had Eli Manning did. 
<laughs> that's like the worst thing you can say. That really is like to Sandy. Yeah, oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Really yeah it was just basically saying Eli Manning was right. Yeah, he was right to leave your franchise in the dust and go to New York. Part of I, me wonders, like, if his mom was the reason why she's like, "I need money and I want it now," and he's like, "Okay, I'll get the team to do it." And then when JG the team was like, "No," she just like blew up about it. Yeah, you don't really know how much the parents are involved, unless it's like Archie Manning, which case. Yeah. I would assume for a lot of these college kids, regardless of whether or not their parents are involved in the actual, you know, business negotiations, you know, it's, they're young kids that are still kind of not really on their own because they're fresh out of college. It's, I, I would assume that they're very involved and they're very protective, which kind of makes sense. I, I understand why she said what she said and you know i kind of come down very very solidly on her side and and bose's side in this kind of uh i feel bad that they said that eli manning did because really they should be blaming john elway yeah john elway was the pioneer yeah he was a visionary i think that's what you meant to say (laughs) he knew that there there would be this you know players would have more rights and more leverage in the future and he wanted he was um, first in his field well, you know the that very the good. thing about the thing about horses is they have really good peripheral vision. So yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad he ended up on the Broncos. Yeah, me too. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It's just one of the nice, <laughs> the best. And the other, and the, he was drafted by a horse team, and then ended up getting traded to the, to other, the horse other horse team. <laughs> yep. I never really thought yeah. about that until this yeah. moment, but John Elway was destined to be a horse. Yeah, it's it's magical, really. Now he runs them. He is the top horse. <laughs> I think Bose is eventually going to cave. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the Chargers are going to cave because if the Chargers have been this stubborn so far, they're not going to cave. I think this holdout's probably going to go on for like another week, and then Bose is just gonna be like, okay. Yeah, it kind of sucks because like people, are, he's going to get kind of sh- like pushed around the locker room sort of deal. You know, yeah. everyone's going to be like, oh, you're so important, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't know. Maybe they hate the team just as much as he does. Apparently. I mean, Weddle, after what happened with Weddle, I can I can imagine there's a lot of players who have a distrust for that front office, so to speak. The, I mean, you're sitting there, you can't feel all that secure if you're a San Diego Charger right no. now. You don't know if you're going to have to go to L.A. You don't know what the future of this team is going to be like. It's The team isn't good right now. The coach is a non-entity. So I can... Imagine the Chargers being a kind of a rough locker room at this moment. Yeah. I mean, I think the worst thing she could have said would have been, well, besides Eli, would have been like, you know, if you'd gone to L.A., I bet you would have paid or something like just uh, really terrible like that. Ooh. <laughs> that would have been mean. Savage. Speaking of that L.A., did you catch that the fact that the NFL edited out all mentions of St. Louis in Orlando Pace's Hall of Fame thank you speech? Oh, I didn't see that. Really? Really? I didn't hear that either. Yeah, Orlando Pace, every time Orlando Pace uh, mentioned or thanked St. Louis, it didn't end up on the broadcast. That's so weird. And of course, the NFL said, oh, these are just like some errors. No, come on. And I don't even see what's the problem. Really? St. Louis is still a city that exists, even if the Rams. Are they just going to ignore the fact that the team was in this city for 20 years? You can't ignore that major stretch of history. Yeah. 
Like, it didn't happen, especially since their one championship came during those years. The one time those Rams were genuinely important and relevant show on turf, was during, yeah. yeah, when Orlando Pace was important, was part of that great team. If it was intentional, which obviously I think it was, that's extremely petty. Yeah, and it it's was the most, it's like, pretty NFL, though. I mean, that's just it like, is. that's such an NFL thing to do. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to, like, Stan Kroenke was probably just like, I don't ever want to hear the word St. Louis ever again. And Goodell's like, okay. <laughs> Speaking of Goodell, did you know that 10 years ago today, as as of today when we're recording, he became the NFL commissioner? I did know that because you told me that in our show preparation. Say- God damn it. <laughs> You're ruining the mystique. <laughs> I'm trying to pretend... I'm bringing this news up, and that we don't talk about things beforehand. Well, then, oh, then you should, you're you should ruining edit that the back magic, out and then and then ask us the question again. <laughs> we'll both act really surprised. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Living with your shame. I ruined it. Oh no! I ruined everything. <laughs> yep, ten years. It it feels like it's been longer than. That. Yeah, you know that's is that's that the just thing, me? Is when you're having a really, really, really bad time, it always like time slows down, right? Doesn't it? So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's any commissioner in major sports who's hated more than Roger I mean, Goodell. Except uh, Blatter. Except well, Sepp Blatter but, is oh. Satan, and that's I and mean, that's such a different. I, oh, I know. It's NFL. a completely different thing. I'm yeah. just like... But I would know. say Gary Bettman in the NHL. I mean, they really they hate do, Gary They Bettman. do really yeah, hate Gary true. Bettman, yeah. I mean, like, it's it's tough. I mean, like, everyone hates Bettman. And I think I think there's, like, pockets of people, like, you see on, like, comment boards where, like, oh, Roger Goodell's the best. He's gonna, you know, stand up for those precious owners and knock down these players. But in the NHL, everyone hates Bettman. Yeah, didn't the LA Kings fans get a lot of crap when they won the Stanley Cup most recently because they didn't boo Bettman when he came out? <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's tradition when Bettman comes out to award the Stanley Cup for the fans to boo him. Yes. That's great. Yeah. And like at every event that he's at, and in like if you've seen him, like he's a little gnome of a man, and he's just like very punchable. He looks like a bowling <laughs> pin, kinda, and you just. Ugh. I mean Adam Silver in the NBA. He's I I don't think any commissioner is liked. That's one of those that's one of those jobs where you're not going to be liked no matter what. But Silver seems like he's okay. Like fans aren't fond of him. He came out strong when he banned Donald Sterling. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think that bought him a lot, and I think that he didn't he come forward about the whole like hack a shack thing and was like this is dumb we're gonna change it or yeah something like that like and i he, think he's probably like got the most goodwill if you're gonna be one yeah. and, like i can't remember who the mlb guy is it's not sealing anymore bud Seeley. No, is it bud no, Seeley? no it's not Seeley it's like it's exactly uh, i have not followed baseball closely yeah, enough to know some, it's it's guy and he's probably fine with every character <laughs> i personally i just don't think you know, regardless of your feelings on Bettman, I don't think Bettman was as detrimental to the NHL as Roger Goodell is to the NFL. You know what I mean? I don't think that's, that. Yeah, that's true. I, I, I think Roger Goodell. Is, I, like, my the opinion, NFL has changed so much since Goodell came in. It's for some good, but a lot of ways 
kind of well, I don't uh, think it's changed well I think it's changed a lot but I don't think it's changed enough in the right ways I think personally if yes. you want my hot take I think Goodell actually has blood on his hands right like I I think that he has knowingly not done enough to actually invest in concussion research and to find ways to make the game safer and people have died right so I I don't honestly I think that's on the previous like Paul well, sure, too. I think sure. that's on most of the yeah, commissioners because they all pushed it I totally agree with that right I totally completely agree with that but my thing is that once these these studies are coming out I don't think that like Tagliabu and the other commissions before uh Goodell they didn't uh have that kind of appearance where they were like oh we're gonna do these studies and we're gonna fund independent researchers to show you that no football is completely safe and concussions you know are not a big deal or whatever you know it's it's like it's i i think that is i think the thing with it i believe that if this had come out in like the 80s or the early 90s or whatever when tylee boo was there like i think the same thing would have happened like, I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, all. and I think that it's like, you know, it's such a big thing, and the money has gone straight up. And whenever there's yeah. a lot of money in it, I feel like ethics is just, you know, thrown out the window. So, and I really think you're seeing the same things in all sports. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny that the NFL gets this weird sort of pass with PEDs that a lot of other sports don't. Like, mm-hmm. we're just supposed to believe mm-hmm. that just, like, in baseball and in cycling, people are, like, rampant dopers. But come on now. <laughs> right. You know, so um, it's this weird, like, double standard that we have. Like, well, you know, you're only going to be in the league for four years. So if you want to just comp- completely roid it out and whatever. I, I, I think it's kind of passed over in the NFL. I think one thing the NFL does deserve credit for not letting steroids tear it apart like baseball did. But I also think it's because so many of these players have such big injuries that don't happen nearly as frequently in other sports that the steroids, because steroids are meant for recovery. Right, right. Um, I think they're a little bit more lax because they are. They do realize that these players are trying to, most of the time to recover and and truly like roided out people like Sean Merriman was do right. get blasted out. And from what I've read in a couple player biography kind of things like autobiographies like i think strahan wrote a book about it it's just the players really don't like hearing of finding out about juicers because they get resentful of other people who juice right. so there's there's kind of like a, a locker room code to not really do that i think the biggest problem i've had with the nfl since goodell took over is it feels like the game has been left behind the business yep absolutely I, I feel like the game is being neglected, and that's how you get things like employees not putting the right paint on the <laughs> field, where things slip like that, and but we're all focusing on London and stuff like that. They're focusing all like all the efforts, and the promotion has gotten better, the, sat- the media saturation has gotten better, the business, the marketing side, that's all boosts it up in some in some ways it's good but most of the ways it's probably bad and i think the game hasn't evolved enough because they're not they're neglecting the game itself in ways like player safety and rule changes that just you know change things around like it finally took them however many years to realize that 
the point after touchdown is a joke. Right. And do something interesting. And with they it. had the ch- the chance to change the uh, the catch rule, right? This this offseason yeah. to something that isn't isn't completely incomprehensible, and they punted on that too. They were like, "Oh, we're going to change it to make it incomprehensible, but in a different way." Now, like it, you know, they've had chances to fix it. They just haven't. NFL, it's kind of neglected the game a little bit, and that's my biggest problem with Roger Goodell as the commissioner. It's- because I, I I don't if you if you follow the sport enough, you know that Goodell's not the problem himself no. really because he no. is beholden to the owners. So on on some levels he is absolutely the problem and in other levels he's basically just a puppet. Right. But like yeah, the I problem you know, is that he's just a puppet and yeah. but that's the only reason he's commissioner, so it's kinda of like a chicken egg thing. Yeah, I, I think you don't really get a decent commissioner, or at least you don't get a you know a fair sort of try unless you have actual player representation in those owner meetings. Yes. You know, yes. if you have someone who's got the power of one owner who represents the players, um, then okay, then you know you've got something there. They, um, they absolutely need a better CBA. They got so screwed on the CBA absolutely. the last time because the owners just. Milked and, it you know, out, and, and the, the players didn't it's just get enough. Happen again. I really just yeah. think, yeah, it is because you know when you have a career that is only so many years, the other sports you can survive a year lockout, but in football, if yeah. you're if you're one of those you know regular guys who isn't going to be playing for 13 years or 15 or whatever, you can't afford to lose a quarter of your salary on you know stuff that you at the time don't care about. So mm-hmm. it's just such a, it's so undermined. Uh-huh. It's um, yeah. they really need like a third party. Uh, arbitration sort of thing just from the game. Not to mention the fact that aren't isn't the NFL aren't the NFL athletes the most underpaid relative to their uh sport yes. compared to everyone cuz baseball and basketball yeah. we we were seeing the contracts that those players are getting and it's astronomical compared to what football players are getting but football players they're the ones who need the money the most because they're going to have the shortest careers right. and lifespans. And, I mean, it's yeah. not real. and the most injuries that they're going to have to deal with. with we got on the NFL and we all got depressed. Well, it's, so... it's because of the hall of fame game. We would have had real football yeah. to talk about. More. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say real football, but you didn't put the air quotes there. <laughs> you can't hear air quotes, dude. The hall of fame game is preseasons preseason. That's, that's the way it is. But, Let's bring it back to where Sam originally wanted to go. Let's go. Well, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Just real, real quick, though. Real quick. I want to. I want to. Before we go from Goodell to the Broncos, uh, happy ten year anniversary, Roger Goodell. Uh, fuck your face. Just. <laughs> that's. I just. I'm sorry. I. You know. That's it. Broncos. Let's talk about the Broncos. Okay. So, so they exist. They do. Yeah, they do good. exist. Yeah. And something... they, they're kind of annoying that they're calling their camp champ camp. Are they? Yes. I oh, didn't yeah, know that. Oh, yeah. I've... And they don't even have champ Bailey. No, anymore. exactly. They need he needs to just be there and then they can call it that. But like I've come out here and I'm now seeing the local ads for stuff. And, and wherever you live, local ads for football are always terrible. Yep. Like they're just like I know the Steeler ones are bad and now like uh, like the ones yeah, for the, the ones for Seahawks ones are yeah, bad. The ones where they're they're playing the Bears, it's like we're going on a fox hunt and I'm just like muting it every time because it's ridiculous. But well new news for the Broncos though, as of I believe today, which is which is Monday, if you're uh listening to this on Wednesday, 
uh, reports have come out from camp that have said that uh, the previous presumptive starter in Mark Sanchez, not necessarily the actual starter. Uh, he's been named co-starter along with Northwestern alumnus and Super Bowl winner Trevor Simeon. Uh, the most the most senior member with uh, team experience that's actually that's actually true that that that's the most senior member of the of the broncos quarterbacking core is trevor simeon uh a two-year uh will you will be a two-year veteran um i just i love the idea the image of trevor simeon with a super bowl ring just kind of like sitting next to mark sanchez like oh i'm sorry my my ring got in the way. Like, <laughs> Mark Sanchez, who is like literally the butt of all jokes. Like Mark Sanchez is like <laughs> like easily the biggest punchline. Probably like when we got him, I was like, yeah, okay, we'll keep him for like three weeks and then get someone else. And then that just never happened. Like there yep. was a whole Kaepernick thing. There was a whole like, oh yeah, we're gonna trade him, and he was just kind of there. And now he's still just kind of there. And now they have packs and lunch, and no one here. Everyone here was like, oh, okay, we'll have a year of Mark Sanchez and whatever. And we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, we, basically, we it doesn't matter. Down they year, who Trevor cares? Simeon. They should just go for it. Um, and yeah, so it's like, uh, yeah, no one, no one here is is caring. But it's funny because they come out with this like dual starter. Yeah, well, it's 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 really funny because Trevor Simeon was in that system at Northwestern when he played for Northwestern. We had a quarterback one A and one B. It was a, it was a two quarterback system, and it worked about like. 45% of the time. So, um, and I think the funny thing is, like, think about this. You have Mark Sanchez, right? He needs all the practice he can get. Right, right? Yes. So now you're going to split his his reps in half. <laughs> like, this is just, you know, th- there's no way. I, I don't think Sanchez finishes out the year. Um, sure. I think, I mean, maybe, but... I think they're going to keep him on. Oh, they'll keep him. I, 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 I don't think, I think he gets benched sometime in the, during the year. Well, the, the Whether chances, it's for Trevor Simeon or Paxton or some fourth guy that they get. The chances of them actually going into the regular season with two starters are oh, a million won't to one. Like, oh, yeah, not this is happen. just because they haven't made a decision. Right. Yeah, and it, it's like, oh, we can make news by, oh, we got a co-starter. What, what's going to happen, right? I mean, That's I'm, not going to looking be. at the I'm looking at the depth chart right now, and there's co-starters for right card. I'm pretty sure <laughs> oh, really? you can't have two of those at the same time. So. Um, <laughs> just just don't don't play left guard <laughs> don't play a left guard and we'll just you know yeah <laughs> so it's it's very much like um i mean i'm i'm i would like to see trevor simeon play just because i'm a huge fan of chaos yeah um yeah. so that I'm, I'm totally fine with it but i doubt that we'll see him anything on more than kneel downs he so how did this two quarterback system work at so? northwestern so yeah. we had two quarterbacks it was trevor simeon and kane coulter the guy who was famous for leading the union charge uh for ncaa uh football players and he was a mobile quarterback uh he didn't have as strong of an arm as trevor simeon uh so we would put him in to pretty much run the option or run short passing plays uh, or medium length like dig plays um and we would put Trevor Simeon in in obvious passing situations. Now, Trevor Simeon's arm is great. Uh, so sometimes he could just beat the defense by making a good read and just hurling the ball downfield as hard as he could. Um, where it got tricky was like when you put Trevor Simeon in on third down, 
for a whole game, the defense knows what you're going to do. It's third and 10. You put your better passing quarterback in. You're telegraphing what you're going to do. So we were challenging the defense to just beat us. It worked some of the time. It really did. And we had good seasons with this setup. It was the same setup we uh, used earlier with uh, Dan Persa and Kane Coulter, uh, you know, a few years back. And it was just uh, it was just kind of to mix it up. Uh, obviously, obviously, we tried to use some trickeration with Simeon, too. We had Simeon run the option a couple of times. We had King Coulter look downfield a couple times uh, just to keep uh, the defense honest. But on a pro level, there is no universe in which that works just because defenses are way too uh, disciplined. I, well, I'm thinking about that. And that's vague. I, I wouldn't say, you guys probably did it to more of an extent than the Niners did, but Back when the Niners had just drafted yeah, Kaepernick. Yes, actually. And they had Alex Smith. Alex Smith was the primary quarterback, but they'd bring Kaepernick in to do some of the weird yep. stuff and to chuck it downfield because Alex Smith doesn't throw the ball downfield. Right. No, that's actually so not a bad I, analogy. Yeah, like Alex Smith was obviously the the guy, but Harbaugh would send in Kaepernick frequently enough, at least several times per game to try something right. else. And sometimes it would just be a fake out play and Kaepernick would chuck a check down uh-huh. uh, or Alex Smith would attempt a deep bomb, like the one that season. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I, it's obvious. I Sanchez or Simeon's going to get the starting job. This isn't, this is obviously the Broncos haven't picked the starter. Yet. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think, I think anyone, it'll be Sanchez. Um, I yes, and, I would agree with that. Yeah, there's there's yeah. and if they're smart, Sanchez they won't they won't touch Paxton Lynch all year. Um, and I Trevor personally will just be the one think, like if, yeah. what's that? I was just yeah. gonna say I I just want to be a Mark Sanchez apologist for a little bit. I did it last week too, but like Mark Sanchez has become a okay quarterback, right? Mark Sanchez is okay. He's honestly always been kind of okay. He's just always going to be a Yeah, jack he's going to because just well, because he fucks he'll be fine like 90%. Race. Yeah, it'll be fine 90% of the time and then they'll just be like very critical moments where he'll make just massively comedic errors. Yep. Yeah, he'll make these horrible errors, but every once in a while every quarterback will make a completely ridiculous stupid error. I'm used to it. I Eli has at least one game per season where he turns into a giant turd. Yeah. And let's let's not pretend that Peyton was like amazing last year. I mean, right. Like, oh, dude, yeah. let's not pretend like Peyton was better than Mark Sanchez last year. I would rather had Mark Sanchez than Peyton Manning last year. I would have taken Brock Osweiler forever. Yeah, well, yeah, there you go. If you have the choice, right? Brock Osweiler was was Brock was the man, and I I do kind of find it funny just how butthurt he seems to be about <laughs> the fact that he like uh, the benching he skipped the White House thing and like the ring ceremony and everything. Like, really? Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, he must have been really, really salty about really that. Salty. Yeah, I do think it's funny that they. Especially for you, Spilly, that they replaced the tall guy with a slightly taller <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah, well, no, yeah. slightly shorter. I think he's shorter than Brock. Is, is Paxton shorter? I thought he was one inch taller than Brock. No, I, I've I'm got. Gonna I'm gonna look that up right now. I'm like on the site. He is six seven. So who is six seven? Brock Oswald? Paxton. Or Paxton. Paxton Lynch. Okay. Paxton Lynch is six seven. Now the whole thing was that like I love that 
Brock's was what six eight, and then he was like, "Actually, I'm not, but I was listed that way in high school." And people just ran with it forever. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, eh, "We're not." Now nah, you're the tall it. guy. You're just tall yeah. Guy. It's fine. It's that's who you are. What, once you hit a certain level of height, it doesn't really matter how tall you are. Yeah. I just in the bio six, for Pax and Lynch on the website. The first words are standing tall. <laughs> Good. Uh, Boo. Yeah, I was happy because I had that old that that dumb Twitter account of is Brock tall, and I could just change yeah. it to is Paxton tall. Nice. You really could. I do kind of enjoy that they're making like still making Peyton ads where he's like not playing football anymore. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's fine. I'll probably be sick of it by week two, but for now, Peyton Manning is going to become the new Billy Mays. Oh God. Is he going to... Please, no. no. Please, it's no. It's going to happen. You're saying please, no, because you know it's going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But in the off chance it does, please, <laughs> no. I, I do not want to see Peyton Manning on infomercials hawking OxyClean. Or like that's, the Brett that's... Favre one for that one crappy razor. Oh, God. Like, I actually razor. shaved. Where he's... Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching that commercial being like, you should have kept the beard. You look way cooler with the beard. Spilly, since you're on. Yes. We've, we haven't done this since you were on the last time in episode three, but what's a bad opinion? So this actually, you, you brought it up earlier and you didn't realize it. Um, oh, no. You did. Um, my, my, my good opinion, actually, today is that all seafood is terrible. Oh, my. Yeah, it is. Because, you see, like, the best seafood is, like, cod and the only reason cod is any good is because it doesn't taste like anything so it, everything is just like a valley of badness after that so i actually you yeah are you from the middle of the country uh, no well i was from the east eastern time zone so you know that's yeah eastern time zone includes ohio I'm, so uh, pennsylvania i'm not gonna say pennsylvania is the best but i was but literally seafood is delicious I was literally in so pittsburgh not. a week ago and i went to woolies yeah, and it was yeah, it was like full of the most delicious fish products. Yeah, it's all fresh, and everyone, everyone loves Woolies except me because it's terrible. <laughs> Seafood is amazing. It's, that it's like I can eat shrimp if I have to. But I'm shrimp is delicious. Lobster. There is overrated yeah. seafood. Lobster is extremely lobster overrated. is good, but it is an overrated seafood. It's basically just. It, it tastes like the butter you dip it well, in. Well, right. That's what lobster yes. is. Yeah. It's so, so it tastes like butter. The only seafood I really enjoyed was the Oregon salmon when I was out in Portland. Um, and that was... You had, you had salmon while yeah, you were Yeah, I did. It was actually very good. Yeah, because salmon is our thing. Yeah. I figured I should try it. And I did. And I was I enjoyed it. But like tuna, don't, 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 nothing, nothing, no. Mm -mm. Ugh. All right. What about crab? Nope. I mean, I guess uh, I'll eat a crab cake. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can give me these things, and I can be like, wow, I can find a better meat alternative than this. <laughs> so, like, I could eat a crab cake, or I could eat red meat, and I'm going to pick that every time. Most of the time, I would pick red meat. It depends on where I'm getting that crab, though. Because if you get a good seafood restaurant with a good crab cake, especially Maryland crab yes, cakes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Maryland crab cakes. Every year at Christmas Eve, we'd have beautiful ah. blue crab crab cakes and it was the best nice we'd also have salmon but now that i've had oregon salmon that salmon doesn't taste yeah sure good. salmon sure, out sure. east is not nearly as good i remember i went to a wedding in ohio at one point and we're actually having salmon offered at our wedding well that's why i'm not gonna but... be there <laughs> 
but we're also serving steak. Oh, well, now I'm sad. Yeah, now, now, now I feel better. There you go. But we went, I went out to one, and they offered steak or salmon at a rehearsal dinner. And I'm like, oh, I love salmon. And I remembered, wait, I'm in Ohio. Yeah. I don't know if the salmon is the smart. You're going to want to go with the steak. Now, do you know where steak is really good? On a big where? pizza with really big crust. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. I, I should explain it. For those people who don't know, um, I went to a local pizza place here called Bojo's, and it has very thick, wonderful crust around the side. Not deep dish, but like a crust. Like It feels like a It might as stick. well be deep no, dish. No, it's not, because deep dish tastes like a casserole. Okay. Whereas this... That's true. Okay. Oh, a pie. oh it's my not god! Actual pizza. See now, no, it's good, good it's, but it's not pizza. No, it's not. It's it's lasagna. Okay, it, <sighs> it's it is just lasagna. So, but the the <laughs> now we've made saving. Uh, <laughs> but was... but the pizza has this really big crust, and I posted a picture of it because it's amazing. And everyone was like, "Yes, you are correct. This is amazing." Except for Dave, who's like, "I'd rather eat three loaves of bread." It wasn't pizza. It, <laughs> it was bread with a little bit of cheese it, it and was sauce sweet. in the middle. The best well, pizza I've ever had. What kind of deep dish are you eating that was pizza with a little bit of? Well, it's not deep dish though. It's got a. It's, oh, it's it got was a deep oh, dish. Okay, it was. It, it okay. It looked like stuffed crust pizza, but with the crust being twice the size and no stuff. Exactly, which is oh, good okay. because stuffed crust pizza is So it terrible. was literally okay. a bread loaf with some with some cheese, sauce, and pepperoni in and the middle. And they give you honey? It was a can, bread bowl. You can actually drip honey all over the crust when you're done. Oh, it's amazing. It's like dessert see, that in sounds your pizza. Good. It actually does sound really good. But it it wasn't pizza. It was too much crust no, in that pizza. I, I, I like my crust at a, a medium to thin level. Well, so, like, there, uh, have you had it. cracker pizza? Cracker pizza is the fucking shit, dude. I used to make pizzas on, like, flatbread, like, quesadilla. That was a lunchable like, day. Wrap stuff. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Like, actually, at my job in college, I worked at, like, a little food spot down underneath the dorms. And we would make, we would take the same, like, tortilla bread, and we would either, if they wanted a a pizza or a quesadilla, we'd use the same bread. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, but you'd put it through the oven and it'd get nice and crispy and it was great. So cracker pizza is actually good. So screw you. Bread bread pizza. A nice thick. It's cut. too much it's bread. Not, I, I, I'm a bread pizza. fan. I I like bread. I like crusty pizza, but that, was, I, that wasn't pizza. I'm going to mail crusty. you a slice of pizza. <laughs> That's not pizza, though. It's cheesy bread at best. <laughs> So I assume, rolls. Dave, you're not a fan of the lean cuisine French bread pizzas. Never had them. They're fine. They're I just guess. weird, dude. They're just it is what it's what you're saying. It's like a half a baguette, and then you put pizza stuff on it. It's weird. Yeah, it's it's crunchy. It's super crunchy. The day I eat a lean cuisine is the day I'm extremely sad with yeah. myself. Yeah. The day I feel I've yeah. lost. You would need like two Daves put together to require to necessitate a lean cuisine. Pizza is okay. Let's make Sam mad. <laughs> deep dish pizza is not no, okay. Deep dish pizza is well. Not. It's, so here's it's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing. It's lasagna. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's based. I mean, look at the ingredients. It's, you have a starch and like four inches of sauce and then some cheese and some meat in the and middle. Some like sauce okay. on the yeah. top. Okay. 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 <laughs> Do I do I need? I'm, okay, I'm gonna pizza. have to. I'm gonna have to. 
It's pizza. It's, it's not pizza. pizza. There's a it's there's a, a pie. pizza crust and 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 pizza sauce and cheese and pizza toppings. It is pizza, pizza is an open faced sandwich. That's Wh- wait, what? That's a pie. What? It is. <laughs> pizza is what a sandwich. I think we've gone over it. Pizza is a sandwich. You shouldn't need not, a spoon. It's that's not, the problem. It's not, it's not it's not is is a hot dog a sandwich. No, it's is a pizza a sandwich. It's an open-faced Actually, yeah, who, is pizza. Eating, who is eating deep-dish pizza with a fucking spoon? Guys, guys, pizza is actually you an open-faced taco. So, whoa. <laughs> that's, whoa, dude. You blow my mind. Whoa. A bit. It's an open-faced soft taco. Oh, soft tacos are so much better than hard tacos. That's I, I'll agree with that. No, I'll agree with that it's because hard tacos always it just gets crumbly and the only problem with hard tacos is the mess. Yes, that's agreed. Thing. It turns into a taco salad after the first bite. Yeah, like, it's I, just... I, I find the the crust superior to soft tacos, but yeah, it, everything yeah. goes everywhere, and that's the big. Well, at the end of the day, then just get a taco tacos. salad, right? Like, yes, like, you know, it's just pre-messed for you. Yeah. No, the the best taco is the hard taco shell wrapped in yes. a soft taco shell. Absolutely, I can I can go for that. See, we've, we've come that, to a that because then everything kind of stays together. Yeah, you've got you've got reinforcement. And fall out. Taco Bell is mm-hmm. even wise to that, right? They'll they'll serve you those tacos. Cheesy seriously. gordita crunch. Well, that, I mean, that's what they do. They like they have the the inside hard taco, then a layer of terrible government cheese, and then a soft it's taco good. around it. It's like it's actually... and that's why it stays together. Last time I had Taco Bell, that's what I had. Last time, of course. Last time I had Taco Bell was three years oh, ago. Oh man, you haven't even had a Doritos Locos Taco. All right, first off, I live in Portland. I don't eat at chain restaurants. Wow. Okay. Uh... I chain restaurants are dumb. When I have such a plethora of good local options to eat, why would I go to Taco Bell when I can go to my little neighborhood place that I call Pepino's and just get? A much more delicious. I'm sorry. Did you, wait, penis? did you just say the penis? This is getting edited. Uh, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to be the producer. No. <laughs> so things we've learned today: pizza is a sandwich. All seafood is bad, and uh, and Taco Bell is good. And all those things are better than the Hall of Fame. Yes. Yes, but the Hall of Fame game not if being played. If you were is still sad hilarious. to miss football on a Hall of Fame game, you're pathetic, and you are literally the junkie I drew in my comic from last yep. week. I thought that I, was you, Dave. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was a fictionalized version of me because I would never care that much this, about the Hall of Fame. Is this a cry game. for help, Dave? Are you? I was like, hmm, you really knows how to, to really. Draw you're the one who hurt. cried for help in the comments. That's true. Sam. That's true. <laughs> I will. You're like the Hall of Fame game is like being well, is like buying a bag of oregano. It is it, the Hall of Fame game. Literally, I it, it is the equivalent of going to your guy for for some weed and being sold a bag of oregano. That's what it is. It's not. It's not football. It's not. And it's just oregano, and it's only satisfying if you put it on a pizza. And everyone laughs at you. Yeah, right. A real pizza, nothing like this. Chicago. Shut the crap. fuck up. <laughs> it's not it's pie it's good but it's pie you know what you know when they say like hits you in the eye like a big pizza pie he's talking about deep dish pizza. all pizzas and play some pizza pie it doesn't have to <laughs> Wait, be a deep Sam. dish for it to be a pizza pie 
<laughs> Sam's being all, all pizza. All pizza matters. <laughs> no, no, just because we're talking about deep dish now, okay? Don't say all pizza matters because we're bringing attention you know, to deep dish. It's not pizza if it needs a qualifier at the beginning to Thin describe crust what it pizza. is. Motherfucker, New York style pizza. <laughs> New York style pizza is pizza. I, New York style is good, but it's not as good as a giant crust. <laughs> you should be on my side. I disagree, no. but at least giant crust is just a bread loaf. Whatever, man. Deep dish pizza is great, and it's pizza. And although, so the one thing I'll give you is if I am in the mood for, uh, for like, New York-style pizza, I won't be in the mood for deep dish pizza. And if I'm in the mood for deep dish pizza, I won't be in the mood for New York-style pizza. There... I feel like with Chicago deep dish pizza, I need like some garlic bread to go. Yeah, with. it's to sop up all the extra sauce. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you if you get it done, if you get it done here, most of the places who do Chicago deep dish pizza, you have to eat it with a knife and fork. Granted, but it yeah, doesn't. that's a big all right, problem. First off, right that's there. what describes it as not pizza: the fact that you have to eat it I'll, with a knife. I'll, and I fork. won't give you that, but I will give you. It's a different food stuff. That's why I was kind of saying it, I get hungry for deep dish. And 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 New York style pizza separately, they they occupy different spaces. In yeah, my you mind. get hungry for pizza and you get hungry for casserole. Okay, <laughs> just just accept the fact that Chicago deep dish pizza is not You just not called pizza it pizza though, pizza. because that's what you it's think pizza. it is. I was there, on your there, level there for is... a second. It's not pizza; it's a pie. Chicago deep dish quotes pizza is delicious. It's just not pizza. Agree to disagree. What I what I will will accept no uh, no dissension on though is that Chicago hot dogs are the best hot dogs. Oh, terrible! Oh my God, Ooh. Spillium. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna take Sam's side on this one. I, I'm with Sam. Well, okay, Here is so what belongs should... on a hot dog? What okay. did you say? Here is what belongs on a hot dog: colon. Okay, ketchup. No. <laughs> That's it. That was you can put chili a, on it. A, how dare you? Chili dogs are they amazing. Are good. No, they're good. Yep. Ketchup, I will I'll be okay. Ketchup is okay ketchup, on hot dogs. You know what? Here's I'm not thing. against ketchup on hot dogs, but superior is chili, um, onions, relish, sauerkraut. If you're making a Chicago hot dog at home, do not skip do, like don't forget the celery salt because that's actually oddly kind of the most important ingredient. Mustard is a superior condiment to ketchup in every application. No. Unless you're no, making barbecue sauce. On hot dogs, yes, but ketchup is a superior condiment to Which mustard. Which is really funny. Most well, situations. Because I only eat no. mustard in burgers. Burgers, no. for sure. I'd much rather have ketchup than mustard on a burger. Mustard overpowers everything, everything else. How much mustard are you putting on the burger? Like not, a it's not picometer. To be it doesn't a... need a lot. Mustard is a strong yeah, flavor. Yeah, so you just put like a little swirly swirl. Like a little tiny swirly swirl, though. You could then replace it with ketchup and it's better. Ketchup is totally uh, better. You're wrong, though. I will not put ketchup on pasta, though. No, I don't. Oh, yeah. Do and I don't put yeah. it on and eggs. I, I don't understand it. I don't put it yeah, on eggs. Yeah, my sister puts it on eggs. That's weird. I I can kind of understand ketchup on scrambled eggs as like a diner. I can understand thing. it, but no, I don't. Like I just it. don't know. I don't. I I I don't. I don't like that sort of thing. 
sriracha and like hot sauce or or, or nothing. Sriracha is overrated. Sriracha, sriracha is no, overrated. I, I totally agree with that. I completely agree with that. I have some in my fridge, and every once in a while, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna put sriracha on this, and I have it. I'm like, I should have gotten something better. I well, I like sambal a lot better, which it's just like a better garlicier version of sriracha. Um, but I mean, I don't know. Like sriracha is fine. I'll put it on eggs like sunny side up eggs but you know it's not it's not the be all end all of hot sauces do you you want my opinion on this yes okay the best hot sauce is no hot sauce at all because hot sauce is bad and with that we're done because i'm not putting (laughs) (laughs) this is is the make sam and dave mad podcast apparently this is the get angry about yeah dude i'm not mad at it food opinions basically Everyone is wrong here, but everyone is also right, except for Sam. And on that note, let's wrap okay. this up. Spilly, how can we follow you, uh, you can, this upcoming you, football season? If you want to yell at me, uh, you can reach me at <laughs> I am Spilly on Twitter, uh, which is the only place you can reach me because I don't want to talk to anyone else. <laughs> Sam? Uh, yeah, you can find me at, at Sam, G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S on Twitter. I've started writing for uh, Yard Barker, so you can follow me. There as well. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, you can also follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash robots fighting dinosaurs. I'm going to be uh, streaming every Thursday at uh, 8, 7 central for a couple hours. I'm going to try and get back to that weekly uh, weekly schedule. You actually might see these two people on the stream. Yeah, we, we, we got to play Lucio Ball. Dude, Lucio Ball is the shit. It's, it's slow Rocket League. But it's I, still good. Yeah, I don't mind it, man. It's it's fun. Speaking of Rocket League, we should get on Rocket League, have a turtle yep. battle. Absolutely. And that will decide whether or not Deep Dish is pizza. Anyway, I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic. Uh, this podcast and the Drawplay.com is brought to you by me on Patreon. So please <laughs> help contribute. And... <laughs> that. That was awesome. That was really good. I liked it. Anyway, I'm on Patreon. If you like this, please help me out. We can make some more and keep this going. And you can decide whether or not something is pizza. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>